Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Allison Iantoska, president and owner of F.H. Perry Builder in Hopkinton, Massachusetts. As a seasoned business professional, you have certainly been on both sides of the give and get equation when it comes to guidance. Give guidance, get guidance. Gain a mentor, bestow some wisdom, and so on. While in these essential help moments, we want to be impacted and make an impact, but that doesn't always happen. Does it help to know that there is a difference in the types of support you can offer? Though a nuanced distinction at best, coaching, consulting, and mentoring are not the same thing. And Allison is here to break down the differences. We'll hear all about them in just a minute. You buy a hat like this, I bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Heidi ho Hey, how you doing over there, Mark? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited about today's topic because this is the meat, the meat of one of the biggest challenges that most remodeling company owners run into, right? What's that meat? Well, that meat is really, <laughs> how do you help your people excel? How do you build a company that's not relying on you, that, that you're not making all the decisions, that people are accountable? It's, I mean, it just goes on and on. Well, it, and, and so many people, it's like, what, what is the difference between a coach and a consultant? Yeah. Or a mentor? Even a here. Coach? Even here, right? Right, right. With you've, our consulting services, we've dallied about that. Right. It's like, well, is this a consulting or is it a coaching? Or, and in addition... Allison's just, I mean, I've known her for a million years, and we, she's smart, and she's taken over from her dad, who was also super smart. So I'm really excited to talk to her. So shall we? We shall. So through a nuanced distinction at best, coaching, consulting, and mentoring are not the same thing. Allison Iantoska is the president and owner of F.H. Perry, and she's ready to break down the differences so we can actually help each other out. Welcome, Allison. Delighted Hi, to have thank you. Thank you. And we, you're back again. You did one I for us earlier. <laughs> very exciting. And again, we've known each other for a long time. I think you were about getting married when I first met you. And now you're married with kids and running the business. and The whole thing, yeah. We don't need to talk about how long that's been, but it's all <laughs> good. Everybody's happy and healthy, and I'm glad to be talking to you still, Victoria. I know, really. Well, it's great. Thanks again for taking the time. So tell us a little bit about what is the difference between coaching, consulting, and mentoring in your mind, and to whom does it apply? Well, I, I just... It just dawned on me that it is a helpful distinction uh, because I, it, it, these are terms that we all banty about on a fairly regular basis. And it, we need to sort of stop and think about what it is that we're either asking for. So I think it's, it comes from the person who's asking for or seeking one of these things. Uh, and it's also really important to know what you're giving when you're in the position of thinking that somebody is asking you for one of these things. So I think it goes both ways. Well, so how often are you asked? I mean, how are you asked? Who asks you? Well, that's, it's great because it's not like someone doesn't come to you necessarily very often and say, hey, <laughs> will you 
coach me in this situation. People just come with their issue, whatever it may be. Right. So um, a lot of times it comes from my staff, for sure, um, on a daily basis. We all do that together. Um, and a lot of times it could come from somebody who is thinking about getting into the business, uh, someone who is mid-career and is trying to think about how they might shift from the career they're in into a new career. Lots of different ways that people approach you and ask you for help and my this favorite word, advice. Yeah. And I think what's so funny is when you get asked for advice, you want to give advice. You want to makes want to help somebody out you want to make something work better for somebody but just giving advice isn't always the best thing i don't think okay so let's talk about specifically the people staff to start out with okay so if somebody comes to you I mean how do you know whether to coach them consult them mentor them I mean, what are you what uh, where do you go yeah. with that yeah <laughs> well i think a little bit of it depends on who they are um, what your relationship is with them. Uh, and not that it doesn't, uh, when I say it depends on, I think it depends on what you want to offer in that moment, because I think you can offer all three to staff at all different levels. So you may be tempted to uh, consult or mentor someone who's younger, but that's not always the case. I think there are opportunities all the way through to think about how do you empower people? So let me break it down because I think this might be helpful. So coaching, I think of more as the person is responsible for the outcome. So as the The person being coached, the person being coached, the person who's coming to you and saying something I want to work on. Right. And the person who has this thing that they want to work on is being is in the position of being responsible for what the outcome is. You as coach are responsible for holding the process in which that person will discover the outcome. So it's not my job to think about the outcome. It's not my job to know what the outcome, as coach, to know what the outcome is going to be. It's just my job to hold a process that allows the person to work it through on their own. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, totally. Totally makes sense. Okay. Whereas consulting, consulting is really where the advice lives the most. Uh So when someone says, I really have a problem, I need your advice. I need to know what to do in this situation. Then you're much more in a, tell me the details. Let me piece it out for you. I'm responsible for the outcome. I'm going to give you advice that will get you to where you want to go. All right. And mentoring is, let me use my experience to offer it to you, but you choose to take it or not take it. Okay. All right. And so there's a more of a shared responsibility for the outcome. I think that's the nuance on the simplest level. So who is supposed to be supported by the differences and why? Well, I think, I think everybody can be supported by the differences. I think knowing either which one you're asking for or which one you're giving is where the imp- the value impact or the value equation comes into play. Because a lot of times for my staff and in building relationships with my staff, for example, coaching is a really good way to go because I need them to develop themselves, develop their right. capacity for dealing with difficult situations, for thinking through where they might bump up against their own resistances or where they're, 
They may be having a difficult time thinking about engaging in a, in a um, difficult conversation. And if I go right into consulting and telling them what to do, that's going to go in one ear and out the other. Whereas if you go through a coaching process and you help them to talk about what it is they're concerned about, what they want to work through, what they're resisting, uh, then you're in a better place of fully developing them uh, to get, get it in their in their muscles and in their bones. Mm-hmm. So, Allison, I just had this situation come up. I've got a master class in marketing coming up in December. And someone called me because they were considering buying it, but they said on the call, hey, we, we're going to invest heavily in marketing coming up, but I'm not sure is the master, is the class the right thing to do or should I just have a consultant have you or someone come down here and just help us go through it? And, you know, it kind of turned into basically what you're saying. It's like, do you want someone to do the work for you and say, this is how do you do it? Or do you want to learn how to do it and understand the why behind the what? And so my question is, how how does one know when to ask for which? So are you asking us the person who's giving or the person who's getting? The person that's getting. It's like, how do yeah. you know? Should I should I be getting a consultant or should I be getting a coach or, or you know? Well, I think, I think that's a really good question. And as I'm sort of thinking about it, um, I think consulting probably has more of a short-term or an immediacy to it. Um, really stuck, really have an issue I need to sort of work through. I need an answer. I want to get an answer. Uh, or if you're trying to sort of implement a new system into your organization that you haven't had before, or um, you are really trying to think about uh, a, a, frame, a new framework that you need to work under that you want to implement into your company. So we have an IT consultant, for example. We have a staffing consultant, for example. Those people I'm asking to come in and really give me knowledge about things that I don't have knowledge about. So if someone were to coach me on IT, I'm like, I, I, yeah. I, I can right. talk about how I feel about it, but I have no idea what to do about it. Right. Um, so that's more of the consulting arm, whereas I think coaching is a, is a longer process. I think you can have short uh, coaching hits to sort of, if you're, you know, I need to go have this difficult conversation about this budget with the client. Again, I could consult to a, a, a staff member who it, who needs to be able to do this and explain all the things that I've done and how you should do it and how we're going to do it. And, but that's putting it on from the outside, whereas I think the person will be much more successful if they're thinking about what are their concerns? Where are they going to get nervous? Where are they going to get trapped? Why don't they share the budget number in the way that they feel comfortable with it? And that is more on the inside of, of sort of how do I change how I feel about it? Hey, this is Mark cutting in with a quick break to tell you about our master class series of courses. These courses are intimate two-day sessions of rich, interactive information with plenty of hands-on instruction. We cap our classes at 12 to 15 individuals, which means more opportunity to work one-on-one with your trainer. All our instructors are well-known, respected industry experts and some of the best in their field of expertise. To see which courses we currently have available, visit remodelersadvantage.com masterclass. Now back to the show. Now, Allison, you've had some training in being a coach or a and or a consultant, correct? 
just a coach. Okay. Training as a coach. Yeah. So do you find that that had helped you in your interactions with your staff? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How do you mean? I mean, what was it that you learned? Well, the biggest thing I think I learned is that sort of that moment when you have somebody in front of you with a problem and I have learned how to shift to ask powerful questions that help the person process it and to be there with that person without the answers. It's so tempting in a leadership position to just want to give the answer because you've been through it. Right. You think, know it. You want to continue to add value. You don't want to become uh, a dinosaur and not have any impact on the people. You Like, I want to be super important. But actually, when you stop and breathe, have that breath of a moment, you're like, okay, I don't have the answer here. The person in front of me has the answer here. All I can do is ask questions I don't have the answer to to see if you can sort of process through and get to that place. But don't you, I mean, you really do have the answer, but you you want them to come up with the answer, right? Well, not necessarily. So let's use that example again of going and presenting a budget, right? I know what I need to do in that situation or what I have worked on in the past or what has worked for me. But you may go present a budget and be in a totally different place and have a totally different reason for where you get stuck or nervous or anxious or don't want to bring up the number for a totally different reason than mine. Mm-hmm. And if I give you my reason, it won't have the same impact as if we go through and discover where you might need some support. So if you have a, an employee that needs coaching and they come to you with a problem, what are some of the one, two, or three questions or statements that you would say to them to get them to start thinking and them to start taking responsibility for that result? Well, I think it's really helpful to start with what they want the result to be. What is it that you're trying to achieve and where are you now? Because then you can work through a process of understanding what you need to put in place in order to get from where you are to where you want to be. And it's very aspirational, um, which is which is sort of a great place to start from because we get very interested in in what possibilities exist. Right. That's one piece. I think the other piece is to say, and what's wrong with what's happening now? Yeah. Because oddly enough, when we can really lean into the reasons behind the choices that we're making in the now, the choices change. How do you mean? So, so let's say I want to go to more networking events. Mm -hmm. That's something that comes up a lot. You have employees that want to get out more, but they get very nervous and anxious about it. And so they don't go. Okay. So if we stop for a minute, instead of coming up with all the reasons why you should go, which they've already got, I need to be more out in the market. I need people to know who I am. I need connections. Um, there's also always a competing reason why they're not going that's equally as strong. Like, um, I don't want people to um, think I am boring. <laughs> I don't want okay, people yeah. to think I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know how to connect with strangers. It's very uncomfortable for me to walk up to a group of people and yeah. just interact. I don't know how to do that. So what am I doing? 
I'm protecting myself. And protection is really important. What do you, what do you have against protecting yourself? So if you and I were having this conversation, Victoria, and you were talking about wanting to network more but not choosing to, I would say, well, you know what? It sounds like you're doing this great job of taking care of yourself. That's really a wonderful thing. Once you are able to own that, uh-huh. then you have a different choice to make should you want to. You can choose to either protect yourself or then we could begin to talk about some experiments you might want to take that would be safe one baby step at a time right. that move you along that spectrum of them going out to all these networking events. That's awesome. So what coaching courses, I mean, what taught you to be a good coach? Uh, well, there are, <laughs> I'm just giggling because I've picked two professions that have very low barriers to entry. <laughs> 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 require quite a bit of training and responsibility in what you're taking on. So, um, so on my, on my construction business side, of course, we've, there's immense amounts of training and equally on the coaching side, it's really important um, to take these, they, they're, the trainings are very rigorous where you're learning sort of a, in a didactic setting, philosophy behind coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you put in hours and hours and hours of, uh, of coaching practice and okay. then get certification. So that's a process that I've gone through. There are many different ways to, to go about that, um, but it's, it's a really powerful experience. Allison, do you know what else is a powerful experience? <laughs> and now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage Lightning Round. It's a trap! All right, let's do this. 60 seconds on the clock, please. What is your favorite business book and why? Uh, well, I'll say in keeping with what we were just talking about, Immunity to Change, mm. because it talks about that goal you have and that competing commitment that is equally as powerful. And if you can figure out what that is, then you have choice. And I think choice is what we all need. If you weren't the president and owner of a remodeling company, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, I think I said last time I'd be a backup singer and I haven't let go of that fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. And what are you not very good at? I am not very good at being patient with IT. <laughs> no, I got you. Your room, your desk, or your car? Which do you clean first? My car. If you had a time machine, would you go forwards or back? Oh, gosh. I would go back so that I can meet all the wonderful people, all my ancestors, and ah. understand where I came from. Very nice. Very nice. All right, Allison, thank you again for doing this for us. Two times, you're a twofer. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, so, be, but before we let you go, we want you to share your five words of wisdom this time with our listening audience and, and why okay. those resonate with you. So I'm stealing these words of wisdom from Wayne Dyer, but conflict cannot survive without participation. Okay, and why is that? Because I think we forget that, let me talk about it from a resistance standpoint. You can't resist something until there's something to resist. We talk about people being super resistant kinds of people, but until they have something to resist, they can't resist it. 
So I think we need to take responsibility to think about the resistances that we're either creating or assuming, and that when those become conflict, we have to explore them because you can't have conflict without there being participation within the concept of the conflict. All right. That's good. That's good. good. Thank you, Allison. That's great. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. And we want to have you back again. Three. What is it? A three for what is it? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll go with three for (laughs) a three Pete. That's it. A three Pete. I remembered. (laughs) All right, Allison. We love you. Thank you so much. We'll see you you again. Bye. I love that. You know, the difference between coaching and consulting. Not only do we run into that here at Remodeler's Advantage, but thinking about it as an employer, it's kind of interesting, wasn't it? It's a distinction that it, the terms are used interchangeably yes. all the time, and it's not accurate because there is a distinct difference, as Allison pointed out, between the three. And um, and I thought it was great to hear someone else outside of this office to expand on that concept. Well, Allison's an awesome person. She's super smart, and I really appreciate her bringing uh, the distinctions to the table. And, you know, I mean, how often do your employees come, and you have to think about that. Are you going to be a consultant and tell them what to do? Or are you going to be a coach? Or are you going to mentor? It's it's a super cool um, way to think about things, and I think that will help everybody manage their teams better. Yeah, well, it's not top of mind to consider, am I coaching or consulting right now, or am I mentoring? But um, at least having that in the the background, as you think these things through, it's it's going to make a difference into, into the outcome. So that was fun. Allison, we want to thank you for being here. And, of course, we want to thank all of you out there for listening week in and week out. I'm Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.